0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is Wednesday, hump day, middle of the day. I don't know what what you want to call it, but it's Wednesday. You know, for lack of better words, it's Wednesday. All right. We're in the last week of the month of July. July is going to be gone on Friday. So let's see what's happening, see what we can do. And, um, Let's see if we can make some money, okay? Now, if you've been following along, you know I only invest in pre-qualified dividend stocks, and those are companies that have increased their payments to their shareholders for at least 20 to 25 years, or they have a very nice historical record behind them, you know, companies like 100 years old, like Ford. Now, Ford may not have increased their dividends for 25 years consecutively, but they've been in business for over 100 years. They didn't take any stimulus money from the government. They didn't take any bailouts, like Chrysler and, and uh, Chevy did back in the 08s. So you got to kind of admire them for that. <clears throat> but let's see where we are and let's see where we're going. First on the list for today is going to be Apple. Okay, so Apple. I want to look at the last 30 days because we've already decided this is what we wanted to jump into. We always do that on Monday. Mondays, we always take a look at what a company's been doing for the past year, and whether or not we want to get into it. Any stock I look at is never a question of, is it a good stock, and do I want to buy it? That question has already been eliminated. Every single company on my list is a no-brainer for me because they increase their dividends, they've been in business for quite a long time, and they have historical performance. So I really don't mind holding them for a long period of time, and they all have weekly options on them what does that mean exactly? Well, every single one of these companies I buy has dividends. So every 90 days, they're going to share their profits with me or me and you. It's if you're going to do the same thing. But while I'm buying it, waiting for the dividend, I want to create some more cash flow from it, kind of like an extra perk, like, remember they going for the car wash, where you used to get your car wash, but then at the end, they throw in that you know, air, air freshener, hang on the window. You know, kind of like a perk. That's the way I look at the premiums. So, there's thousands, I was thinking about this this morning, there's thousands upon thousands of choices you have every single day when you look at the market. You can literally be bogged down from the moment the market opens until the moment the market closes and still be freaking confused as hell as all the crap there. So over the years, I figured I'm happy with a consistent, safe, and predictable 1% return on my money on a weekly basis. Because if you add it up at the end of the year, that comes like 60% if you're accumulating. Okay, I'm not really accumulating at this point in my life. I'm using that 1% to live off of. Okay, So if I have, let's say, $100,000 for 5 or 10 minutes a day— I'm making a thousand bucks a week. Okay, great. People are going to say, well, what about taxes? Well, you know, that's an interesting conversation. That is something that we could probably do a whole chapter on at some point in time, because taxes, believe it or not, are voluntary. You don't really have to pay for them. But I'm not getting into that, and I'm not going to tell you that. Setting up your account in an advantageous way to avoid litigation, to avoid excess taxation, to avoid any issues in, in the... Uh, in the future, and to have a consistent cash flow. That's something you need to think about before you start trading. Set your account up in a way where you minimize your taxes, maximize your returns, and have a safe, predictable income. All right. I'm just, uh you know, babbling on because there's no trades today. Not to say that there's no trades, but most of my trades are done on Mondays and Tuesdays. That's where the maximum amount of... um Time premium for the options that we sell. Now, there are a lot of things we can do. Someone just informed me this morning, hey, did you see Google? It jumped up. I said, yeah, but Google's not on my list, so why would I even bother wasting my time looking at something? That's kind of like a diabetic going to a candy store. There's no point in it, or uh, (laughs) I'm not going to get into that one. I'm just going to, okay, forget it. All right, so Apple, here we go. The last 30 days for Apple. 30 days ago today, we're at the low of the 30-day period for Apple at 185.23. That was 28 days ago. Now, there's no huge escalation to, to a new high. The new high was only 198.23. Now, that was last week. Okay, fine. You get your 30-day high last Wednesday. So, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, you got profit-taking. And look, on Friday... There seems to be a new, I'm going to call it a soft bottom because we don't really know. But it kind of bottomed out at 191.23 and it's been going sideways for the past two days. So let's take a quick look where I am with Apple. Now I'm into Apple at 194. I sold someone the privilege to buy it for me at 195. Now it's a privilege because they don't have to if they don't want to. Okay? But I've already collected $1.45 per share as a premium. So what Apple does now is, I really do not care. And I don't know how to express that anymore, because I don't care. If I have to hold on to Apple, I will. Because every single week, I will write a premium against it. I will sell someone the right to buy it from me for basically exactly what I paid for it. Whether they do or whether they don't, I don't care. As long as I'm creating consistent, predictable, and a safe cash flow. Now. They got the dividend coming up in a week, I believe, because I think we got into this last week. So we got one week to go before they pay off the dividend. Do I care about the dividend? No, that's just one of those added perks. You know, kind of like the air freshener going through the car car wash. Just one of those things. Okay. Anyway, that's Apple. It's sitting at 163 at the moment, I believe. Let's go into the trade grid, AAPL. 163.62. One sixty three, sixty two. Okay, so for you latecomers who might want to think about Apple for next week, at the money right now at one ninety three. Ooh, check that out. The one ninety two and a half is going for four seventy. So if you bought Apple now at the market, sell someone the right to buy it from you anywhere between now and next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday, and you collect four seventy per share. Okay, there's a little bit of math involved because you're giving them the right to buy it from you at less than what you're paying for it. But here's the thing. You take the premium that you collect, for seventy, you add that to the strike price of 192 dollars This is what I would do if I was going to do it. Now, I'm not going to tell you what you should do. I'm just telling you what I would do if I owned it, if I was going to do it. I wouldn't do this week because this week there's not enough money in it because you had two and a half days. You Know, but um, there's enough if you want to because you could buy an Apple now and then sell the 195s at 115, or you can sell the 192 and a half at 245. But that's not what we're going to do. We're going to do the 192 and a for next week, collect the 470. Now, you take that 470, add it to the 192 and and you're going to get what is that, uh, 19730? So you get the difference between your purchase price and the one ninety seven thirty because you get the premium that you collect right away and then the difference between the strike price and the stock price. Still over 1%, which is the goal. And it's Apple. And get this, Apple's paying off the dividend next week. So this way, if you did it today, bought it today and sold next Fridays, you'll collect the dividend and you'll collect the premium. Double whammy. I like that one. All right, let's go on to the next one. Now, we're not buying anything today because, like I said, we're all tapped out out of money. I got like 1200 bucks; not really worth doing anything. Ford. Ford is next on the list. Now, if you guys have been following me for a while, you know I've been buying Ford every single week. The reason being is Ford offers a very nice premium. Consistently. Okay. Now, also, I try to explain this to people. Ford has a book value, which basically means if you liquidate everything that Ford owns, you should get $10.45 per share liquidation value. Now, we talked about this yesterday. There was a company, it was like $400 a share, and it was, all the numbers looked great. However, absolute worst case scenario, their book value was less than $10. So Ford's at $1,350. The uh, book value is ten forty five. Where's your downside? Granted, there is some downside, but Ford's been around for over 100 years. So do you really consider it as downside? Because I don't. I don't think Ford's going anywhere. I think they're going to be, um, you know, just be, you know, just continue producing more cars. And oh, yes, right. I did that rant about the Mustang. Oh, the new electric Mustang? Come on, please. Now, the 19 and the 20 Mustangs, they had a new shape, new look to it. It was kind of cool. I was brought up in the 60s and 70s, so my idea of a Mustang is a 67, 68, 69. Yes, now those are Mustangs. Anyway, let's get back to where we were. Okay, so that's Ford. Wait a minute, I didn't even go over Ford. All right, let's look at the numbers for Ford. 26. Okay, so 30 days ago today, we're sitting at the 114 area. Now we got a double high at 1542 on the 7th of July and again on the 12th of July. Now that seems to be the 30-day high and what happens with the 30-day high? Profit-taking. So I'm looking at one, two, three, big gap down and it continues to drop. We're sitting at 1358 for Ford. Now Ford looked so good yesterday. I bought a bunch um, 3,100 3, shares at 1376 Alright, so I sold someone the right to buy it for me at 14. Will it go above 14? I don't know. Do I care? No, I don't. Because I've collected 27 cents a share. So wait a minute. Sorry, back up. I collected 18 cents a share for the premium, which the premium alone is over 1%, which is what my goal is. Okay. I don't care what it does. 1%, it's for it. it's gonna be around. They're gonna pay their dividend in two weeks. Do I really care? new. No, because Monday, if I continue to own these 3,100 shares on Monday, I'm going to do the exact same thing again. But check this out. Here's the kicker. I'm selling the 14 call, which means someone has the right to buy it from me at 14. Buy this Friday. After this Friday, they no longer have that option. That's the fun thing about weekly options. They have a certain time frame and then they expire. They either expire with value or they expire with no value. Now, come Friday is when we actually do the balancing and figure out exactly what our move is going to be depending on the market price, the strike price, and the premium. All those things factor in, comes more clear on Fridays. So, no sense really going into it at this moment in time. But here's the kicker as I'll explain it if this does go above 14. I've already collected the 18 cent premium for the right zone to buy it from me. If it goes above 14, I will collect an additional 14 cents a share because my average purchase price is 1376. Wait a second. That's 24 cents a share. Oh, hell, that's even better. All right, so if the stock goes up again, let's clear this out and I'll bring up my calculator to give you a rough idea. Okay, so we're at thirteen seventy six. Okay, so thirteen seventy six subtract from the from the uh, fourteen, which was strike price. Oh, uh, that's not right. Thirteen point seven six. That's an additional twenty four cents. Okay, so the additional 24 cents is the difference between the purchase price and the strike price of 14. Now, I collected the 18, 18 cents already. That would give me a grand total of 42 cents a share between the strike price difference between what I bought it for and what I sell it for if it goes above 14 and the premium I already collected. That's 42 cents a share. Now, it cost me thirteen seventy six. Do a quick little bit of math. And that gives me a return of 3% for the week. Okay. I'm happy with that. Intel's next on the list. INTC. Intel. Last 30 days for Intel. Here we go. Last 30 days for Intel. 30 days ago today, we're at... 33.99. This thing kind of just went sideways because right now we're sitting at 34.10. Now we got a 30 day low at 31.98. Now that was on the 6th, which was three weeks ago. We got a 30 day high, which was last Wednesday at 34.84. Now we're sitting at 33.81 at this moment in time. Where am I? I'm opening mine up right now. So I got 2,000 shares at 34. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 34. So my actual exact price is 34.06. Okay, so between now and Friday, someone can buy it from me at 34. And for that privilege, I collected $1.33 per share. So do the the math. That's 2,660 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> just on that one trade. Like, thank you. Have a nice day. See you later. I ain't to spend the rest of the week. But no, that's not it. We have a bunch of more. So, looks like we might break four grand this week, which I could be happy with. KMB, KMB, <coughs> Kimberly Clark. Now, Kimberly Clark, I've been carrying this for a while. And you'll find you'll end up doing this once in a while, carrying something that you know. Could care less about. Don't get me wrong. Kimberly Cox is a good company. They're not really going anywhere. They've been in business for quite a while. They have a nice historical performance with their dividend payments. Thirty days ago today, they're sitting at one thirty-seven fifty-four. Went sideways for a little dip, a little bit, and then they dipped uh, last Thursday to find a new low at one thirty-eighty-two. That was Thursday, okay. Mm -hmm. From the low at one thirty-two eighty-two. Monday they hit a high at 138. That's a nice little move. Okay, Okay, so there's profit taken on Monday. There's a bunch of profit taken on Tuesday, and now we're settling where we are today at 132.92. Now, I sold someone the right to buy Kimberly Clark from me at 141. We're sitting at 132 at the moment. Now, I'm not seeing how the hell that's right. It's saying that the premium is worth 238. How the hell could it be worth 238? I don't think that's right. So, if it says something on your computer screen, don't always assume that it's correct double check because if the numbers don't make sense it don't make sense i'll give you a perfect example monday the stock's at 138.16 great so i sold the 41 calls for 60 cents a share okay that sounds normal right at this moment in time the stock Dropped five bucks. Now it's sitting at $132.92. So how can you possibly have me believe that the premium is $2.35 a share? Mm-mm. Sorry, I don't buy it. Because if the stock drops, the premium drops. So let's just look to trade grid real quick. KMB, get the exact price, $32.90. And the one forty ones are going for zero. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so you always double check your numbers before believing something. And this happened to me a couple of times this year where my, my um, market watch or my monitor, or whatever you want to call it, one screen would say one number, but then I go in to trade it and it was a totally different number. And I didn't double check just to make sure like I did just now. Because the 141s, which I've already sold... Wow, they're not even showing. It's so out of the money. All right, there it is, $141. All right, if you want to buy it, it's $4.70. If you want to sell it, it is zero. So the numbers are kind of skewed there. All right, that being said, let's go back to where we were. So that's Kimberly Clark. I'm just going to leave it alone. Let that option expire, worthless on Friday. I've already collected money on it. I honestly 100% don't think it's going to hit 141 between now and Friday. I mean, it's at 132. Could it? Yeah, it could. But will it? Don't know. That's why I look at it every day. <clears throat> because Kimberly Clark, I bought it at 143, sold some of the right to buy it at 141. Do I want to let it go for less than I paid for it? No. But do I want to collect a premium on it? three, four strikes out of the money where I'm still collecting something and the chances of it being called out are minimal. Granted, it could. That's why I look at it every day. And that's why on Friday, I sign in at 3.30 just to make sure all my positions are correct and accurate and I'm not losing anything. Okay, PPG is next on the list. All right, PPG, the last... 30 days, here we go. 30 days ago today was the low for the 30-day period. Okay, now once I buy a position, I don't look at the year chart anymore. I only look at the last 30 days because I already have the position. Don't really care what it did earlier because I've already made the decision on Monday that it was good enough to jump into. In PPG, I don't mind owning it. They have the dividend coming up in two weeks. That's okay. All right, so 30 days ago, we're at the low at 138.66. All right, fine, dandy. Nice escalation to the high, which was last Tuesday at 152.89. Now, of course, you know when you have a 30-day high, most of the time, you're going to have profit-taking. And we did. Profit-taking one, two, three, four, five, six days, and we have a triple bottom, which makes me a happy camper. 145.08. Friday, Monday, and today, 145.08. Three of them. Now, I'm not going to call it a solid bottom because it is what it is. It can go anywhere, but when it hits that number three times and goes up, it gives me a good indication that that's a halfway decent bottom, 145.08. So, where am I with PPG? Let's check it out. All right, 500 shares at 150.62. All right, so I sold someone the right to buy it for one fifty. I collected two dollars and five cents a share, more than one percent makes me happy camper. At this moment in time, it's worth seventeen cents. I could buy it at seventeen, and I could sell next week's. Which, for the fun of it, let's just give a quick check. Um, PPG into the trade grid, so I know what the numbers are. Uh, one forty-six was the last. for the bid, 146.13 for the ask. Now I sold, where the hell am I? I got a short memory. I should probably write these things down. All right, the 150. So I look for buying back the 150s, which are at 25 cents if I want to buy them. And then. So the 148 for next week, should buck ten. Ooh, but you know what? It's a possibility. I'm not going to do it because I'm already over three percent for the week. I'm pretty sure I'm over three percent for the week. I don't want to take the risk, let it expire worthless, because you just never know. Okay, odds and probabilities. Okay, here's an interesting little quote that I have no idea who said it and how long ago it was said, but bears and bulls make money and pigs get slaughtered. Am I happy with my 1%? Yeah. Am I at 3% this week? Yeah. So why would I risk the possibility of losing something? It's a good trade, don't get me wrong. Buying it back now at at $0.25 and then selling next Friday's option for three times as much is what it is. It's just a possibility, but I'm not going to do it because I'm perfectly happy with where I am. One more we're going to look at. X. Here we go. This is U.S. Steel. Back to the 26th. Here we go. Okay, so 30 days ago today, 26th of July, we're sitting at uh, the $24 area. <clears throat> this thing basically went sideways, say between 23 and 25 for the last month. Okay, big deal. All right, so we're at twenty four, twelve, thirty 30 days ago. Three weeks ago, we had our bottom at on the 6th of July. From there, the escalation, you got your profit taking, you got a soft bottom back up again. We have a 30-day high, which was yesterday, 2572. Okay, so where am I with this. Okay, so here's a conundrum for you. We bought U.S. Steel last week. We collected a premium. We got U.S. Steel again this week because we didn't get called out last week. We collected another premium this week. Now, I'm into it at 2501 Sold someone the right to buy it from me at 25 They paid me $0.61 cents a share. Great. I got a premium last week. I got a premium this week. Now, U.S. Steel has its dividend next week. Do I want to buy back this and go for the dividend? Hell no. I'm going to take my 1%, say thank you very much, and move on to next week. Because next week, we got another whole list of stocks to go over. So, collect my 1%, smile, say thank you, and go on with your day. I'm at 25 minutes, five minutes over my time frame. I like to keep it below 20 minutes. Makes it easy listening. So, I'm going to end it now. Everything looks great. Nothing I need to um, worry about. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow, safely, predictably, and consistently. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades... Let us know if you have any questions. We can get back to you and have a great day.